0: To it. Welcome to the Architect of Change show change with your host, Connie Whitman of Whitman and Associates. Now, here's Connie.
1: Hi, I'm Connie Whitman, your host, and you're listening to Architect of Change on webtalkradio.net. Very happy that you're able to join me this week. Alrighty, so my motivational quote today is by Michael alt Schuller and it says, The bad news is time flies. The good news is you're the pilot. What does work-life balance look like for you? Do you think that your life is in balance and maybe that you're really in control? Can such a balance even exist? If so, how? If you're able to answer these questions, perhaps I need to have you on the show to share your answers, or perhaps you're in search of such golden nuggets of information to help control your frustration and live a peaceful and orderly life. Well, get ready as my guest, Carrie Green, and I discuss this very interesting and I am sure for most frustrating topic. Carrie and I are both and have always been working moms, and we hope that some of our stories, ideas, and tips will help you transform your chaos into controlled chaos. Now, Carrie is a speaker, coach, and author of two books. Uh, First one is Because You're Worth It, How to Make More Money by Charging More Money. And the second is Chaos to Cash. An Entrepreneur's Guide to Eliminating Chaos, Overwhelm, and Procrastination so You Can Create Ultimate Profit. Kerry works with businesses and entrepreneurs on marketing, sales, and creating a business that they want. So get ready, and I do think you need to take some notes uh, so that we can help you with some time management and productivity help uh, tips to help you manage your chaotic life and that find that work-life integration. So Kerry, thank you so much for being on the show. It is always
2: so wonderful to be with you, and this is such an incredibly important topic. I know we have both lived on all sides of this topic, so uh, let's dig in and make it work for everybody.
1: Yeah, I had a young lady. I saw her at one of my clients, and uh, I've trained her, and we've had conversations. I've done many coaching with her, and so we ran into each other, and she says, You know, I love your show can you do a topic on, you know, that work-life balance? So I giggled because, and this is really the first question we're going to address, and I said, well, it's not really work-life balance, but I certainly will find someone that I can have a great discussion, and and then that day I actually emailed you and you were kind enough to say, hey, let's do this, because I agree with you, Carrie, It's, it's such an important topic, and I think it's a frustrating topic for so many people.
2: Oh, It absolutely is, because especially as women, I think it exists for men also, but it exists for yeah. women. We go into the world thinking, well, you know, we're supposed to be able to work full time, have a family, have a life. Um, you know, it's... You know, it's This whole date brings you back to those commercials, and you can bring home the bacon, fry it up in a pan, and never let you forget you're a man. Remember those commercials? I remember. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, we really think we're supposed to be able to do it all. And you can do exactly what you want to do,
1: but you can't do
2: it all. So it's, you know, it's an interesting thing, and I'm looking forward to the conversation as well.
1: Yeah, and, and you're right. Something's got to give, right? We're only human, male or female. We're only human. Yeah. So the first question, when I giggled when she said, can you talk about the work-life balance? And I giggled because I know, really, it's not a work-life balance. It's more an integration. What's your feeling on that? Do you, do you think it's a balance or an integration? Which, which, which side do you fall on?
2: You know, my terminology for it is more that you have to decide what it is you want to do and do that. And true. it's, um, I guess it is in a lot of ways more the integration side. It isn't balance. It's really about what is it you want? What is the most important thing for you? And saying no to the rest and giving yourself permission to dive fully into the things that you say yes to.
1: That, that's really true. So, you know, I agree. I, I like the word integration because I think we have to integrate home and work and I often say when, when I do talk about uh, when I train on time management and productivity you know I say you're one person it's not like when you walk in your door or you leave your house in the morning that you screw on your work your work head right the work, work brain and then when you come home at night you take the work brain leave it at the door and put on your home brain or home head it doesn't work that way we're really one person so I agree it's about making choices every day and the other thing is is reprioritizing what you're choosing to do every day. So from day to day, that can even change.
2: Oh, it absolutely does change day to day. It changes. It could change hour to hour. <laughs> you yeah, we've both been there. That's true. That's true. <laughs> the phone rings, and you know, someone's um, either someone's celebrating this amazing thing, or on the other side, you know, maybe someone's gotten hurt. And all of a sudden, your entire priority for the day changes. I know. Back when I was working in corporate, I got a phone call one day that our nanny took my daughter to the emergency room. She had fallen and she needed stitches. Well, you know, that changed my. My, my priorities for the day. Absolutely. Um, now my daughter will call me up and say, Mom, I've got a job interview tomorrow. What do I do? And that changes my priorities for the day. So it shifts minute to minute.
1: And, you know, it's interesting. I, you know, we said that we have to prioritize every day, and for me, the priority, prioritization is for yourself, for your family, for your friends, and work. It's a, it's always a like t- a tight tightrope, I guess, that we're walking. Yeah. And for me, I definitely do my to-do list every day. And and I, I'm a little crazy. I do my to-do list the night before I leave my office. So when I walk in, whatever day it is. I'm ready to rock and roll, but I don't have to Mm -hmm. think about, oh, what do I have to do today? Or when I wake up in the morning, I'm not uh, belaboring. I have good thoughts in the morning. I try to do gratitude, um, like go through my gratitude list. So instead of waking up and thinking, oh, what do I have to do today? I wake up and I do my gratitude list. That's one of my routines. Mm -hmm. But if I do that list the night before... I also prioritize it. I write my list really quick, Carrie, and then what I do is A, B, C. A's, I know I have to get done that next day before I leave, unless a bit of an emergency, that I know I need to get done, <clears throat> excuse me, in my office before I leave, or B's, I have a little wiggle room, one or two days, and then C's, I have maybe till the end of the week. So I don't have to keep rethinking um, and, and putting it into priority order. I just A, B, C it. So I don't know. Do you do what you do list?
2: Yeah, I absolutely do a to-do list. My to-do list is often done at night and revisited the next day. I do um, I do a whole bunch of gratitudes and different routines in the morning also. So usually for me, by the time I sit down at my desk most days, it's around nine thirty, ten o'clock in the morning, and then I revisit the list. I look at it it's like, okay, uh, you know, I'm looking at my list now. It's not going to mean anything to you, but it means a lot to me. Three T's: assessment, copy changes, landing po- uh, landing page, and um, election article. That's what. Those are the things that are on my to do list for today, and it's. A lot of things play into it and using tools to help me do it. Some of it is the morning routine, um, the gratitudes, the meditations, the reading, the writing, the running, you know, whatever I'm doing that day. Um, But then it's blocking out all the distractions. It truly, um, I use a program called Cold Turkey. Uh, I'm on a PC, so Cold Turkey works great for that, and it blocks all the websites that I go to that are my like, favorite. Let me just escape here for a minute. So it's a lot of, um, uh, what's the word? Uh, diligence really making yeah. it happen.
1: And focus. I think it's an effort of focus too. Now it's interesting that you say the the cold turkey. That's interesting. I've never heard of that, but it blocks websites. It's funny because I know whether, we're, and we're going to talk about working moms in a corporation versus yeah. business owners, mm-hmm. and, and it doesn't really matter. But the, 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 um, Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, all of these websites that pop up on our phone, uh, alerts, all of these things are distractions. And again, when we're working, you need to focus and work. And I don't care if you're a business owner and I don't care if you work for a corporation. When you're at work, you should be working. And these distractions, um, all the social media stuff is, is number one, very distracting. And in and, and most cases, such a waste of time, unless there's a really good article that came through. The other thing I think people, and we I think we have a little luxury with this one, Carrie, but uh, folks who work for corporations, especially those that per, are perhaps sitting in cubicles, oh my goodness, people are walking by to go to the water cooler, go to the copy machine, and they pop their head over to say hello. Distraction. So, I think we also have to uh, set parameters and boundaries of little expectations so that when we're working, we're working. And I like your idea of the cold turkey. There's so much technology out there that really can help us remain focused and diligent with whatever the task or goal that we're trying to achieve. So just there's a lot of moving parts. Yeah, and you
2: know, it's funny, you mentioned, like, when you're in corporate, you've got all those coworkers walking by you. When you're not in corporate, I find that people call me up and say things like, hey, Carrie, you work from home, you've got all the time in the world, let's have lunch today just because, so let's do this, or can you please do me a favor, Uh, when my kids were younger and most of my friends had younger kids, I'd get the calls like, Carrie, you work from home, can I put you down as the emergency contact in case Becca gets sick, and then all of a sudden, Becca gets sick, and my friend's daughter and I'm spending my day picking her up from high school, dropping her off, doing this, signing her out. It's like you get pulled into things. It can be um, oftentimes as someone working from home, they tend to be the more personal things, the PTAs, the
1: school stuff, you know, things like that. But it, it's everywhere. <laughs> it's everywhere. Yeah, and it's a funny story. And, and see, this is where I think having control of, for me, this is why I also chose to be in business. When my kids were young, the, they both had a male teacher, uh, Mike Braun is his name. I love him. He's great. Shout out to Mike. Uh, still my kid's favorite teacher, by the way. One's in college, one's a senior in high school. Anyway, Mike uh, trusted me that I wasn't this intrusive parent, and we have got to be friendly. And he had been been a writer or journalist before he became a teacher. And he wanted to bring more writing into the classroom to teach kids, you know, really how to organize their thoughts, et cetera. So he taught me how to edit and these kids would do these writing assignments. So every Monday from 10 to 1040, I would go in and do this writing workshop. Well, if I worked for a corporation, that's really hard to do. But as a business owner, every Monday, that was a priority for me. And I was able to book that into my calendar. Now again, it was a 10 minute ride there, 10 minute ride home, and then that 10, uh, you know, that 40 minutes in the classroom. My kids loved it. I got to know all of the, their friends. I still know their friends that have been, they've been friends with since second grade. It was an amazing experience. So I think when you can control your to-do list, you get to do things like that. But again, it was scheduled into my day because I'm extremely organized. So the other thing I want to talk about, uh, Carrie, and I'd like to hear your take on this is, you know, there's different levels of stress, I think, between working moms and dads and business owners, working parents who are business owners. You know, what are your thoughts on that? And what have you experienced? Because you and I have done both.
2: Yeah, I worked in corporate full-time from when I graduated college until two thousand, end of 2002. Uh, when I left corporate, my children were... Uh, Sammy was in fourth grade, my daughter, and I've got twin sons who are in second grade. So I worked full-time all the way through. Um, so, yeah, ha, um, what was... Is there a different stress level between the two? Oh, different stress level. You know, it's it's interesting. I think in a lot of ways for me that um, I was a better parent because I worked full time. And everyone's going to have very, very different ways of doing things. Uh, Some people tell me that when their kids are little and have an experience like me, that um, I felt that pretty much anybody, and this is purely my opinion for me personally, um, I was a better parent going to work every day and letting somebody else change my kids' diapers, feed them, read them books when they were little. When they got a little bit older and it was time to do homework, time to get serious about School time when they'd be having issues at school with bullies, or not, or you know, on either side of it, being bullied or bullying, um, and doing all those things where they were really establishing who they were as a person. I felt it was more important for me to be home at that point. And again, that is a personal, personal decision. Everybody comes to this differently. Um, there were very different stress levels. Uh, not being home, who's going to make the dinner, how, these, how are these things going to happen? And then when I did come home, what I personally considered to be important, who was uh, still going to be cooking the dinner, who was going to be doing the laundry, who would be doing the cleaning, who would be helping the kids with the homework. I mean, that was supposedly why I was home in the first place. Um, so, you know, how you manage these things, is, it, it's got to be very You've got to look into yourself and decide how you want to do it. once I came home, of course, I was, you know, I was always available, and I was able to take them to doctor's appointments or here and there. and know a lot of here and there, but you know, that, too, comes with its own level of stress because every time you're bringing your kid to a, a game or a doctor's appointment or whatever you're doing, you're not speaking to a client. You're not marketing. You're not doing what you're, in quotes, supposed to be doing, and when you're in corporate, and somebody else is taking them here or there, and all those other places, or maybe they're not going here and there and all those other places. There's a level of stress associated with that: the feeling of guilt, the feeling of uh, maybe relief that somebody else is doing it, or whatever else is going on. And you know, so. There are definitely feelings of both, um, extreme stress on both sides, and it's a very personal decision how you choose to take it in and what you choose to do about it.
1: Yeah, you know, it's funny. Work in the nine to five, I think some of the benefits uh, for working parents are when they leave, they leave, right? So they're not bringing the work home. When you're a business owner, it's 24-7. So you're thinking about it all the time. You know, you put the kids to bed and then you go back to work. I mean, I, you know, I would work till 11 o'clock at night sometimes yeah, when my too. kids were smaller and in need, where when you work 9 to 5, you work 9 to 5. The flip side of that, though, is... I was able to work my schedule 11 o'clock at night so that I could go and help in the classroom from 10 to 1040 where someone who worked 9 to 5 can't do that and perhaps would like to have done that. So I I think that there's stressors on both sides. And I, I personally... Don't think working for a corporation, which I did when my kids were little, I started my business, my older son was four and my little guy was one, so I, I, mean, I had two babies at home. Um, I, I think that both sides have equal amounts of stress. I think they vary though, but I don't think we should ever minimize the effort that we're putting out because whether you're a stay-at-home mom, whether you're a working mom, corporate or a business owner. Dinner has to be put on the table. Laundry has to be done. Yeah. Um, the kids' well-being, you know, we don't want to ruin their psyche and all of these uh, pressures as parents. I mean, the list goes on and on. Carrie, let's take a really quick break. When we come back, I really want to shift, and I, and I hope that all made sense for folks, That what the perspective is of what we're talking about. And the bottom line is no right or wrong, no good or bad, no judgment. It's all about choices and, and stress is stress uh, I, I think for all parents just because we worry about our kids certainly but I really think it boils down to everybody has a choice to make and I think we thrive when we embrace the choice and not judge ourselves if we fall short because again we're truly human and I don't know about you Carrie but I think sometimes I wear an ass <laughs> under my shirt like superwoman and I know men feel that way We're not. We're human. There's no super in front of us. So, um, again, I hope that kind of lays the groundwork. When we come back, really want to talk about some tips now that you and I have used that have helped us work, succeed, and become successful rightfully in our own businesses. Um, And maybe people could take those tips and start to utilize them or reinforce that what they're doing is is good behavior. So quick break, and then we'll talk about that.
0: It's a shame when you're feeling stuck in your business and you feel like you have nowhere to turn. It's a shame when you slog through long days in your business and you don't get any return. It's a shame when you feel like you can't see the forest for the trees and your business brings you to your knees. Einstein said repeating the same actions over and over won't produce different results. So stop feeling ashamed. Your business... and you deserve better. Change that shame into righteous fame. Connie Whitman can tame that shame. Connie Whitman of Whitman Associates will help you to discover your new path, and nothing will ever be the same. Connie's tried-and-true one-on-one coaching sessions will tame that shame, so you and your business will not continue in vain. Call Connie Whitman of Whitman Associates today at 732-888-1420. That's 732-888-1420. Or email Connie at WhitmanAssociates.com. Call Connie. Turn that shame into your game.
1: We are back. I am speaking today with Carrie Green, uh, author, coach, and just businesswoman, uh, entrepreneur, and extraordinaire. And we're really talking about that work-life integration and choices that we make and to stop judging ourselves. And now I want to shift and really get into some tips and hopefully useful tips that either you guys are using used to use, stop using and maybe we can refresh your, like kind of do a reboot and that everybody can uh, put these things into place. So what are some of the solutions that you've used, Carrie, that can work and, and it, it really doesn't matter whether, uh, I think it works for both whether you're a working mom or dad in a corporation or a working business owner parent. Boy,
2: I've used a lot of things over the years. And, you know, uh, my daughter's 22, so I'm going to go back 22 years with stuff here. Um, different, a couple of, I think the most important thing I've used, and it's been consistent over the year, the way I've imp- implemented has been very different over the years, but the most consistent thing is asking for help and getting the support i needed now sometimes that support meant asking my husband to help me other times it was getting a nanny or you know bringing the kids to daycare or however we were dealing with it at the time and then as i created my own business and asking for help was also saying to my boss i might need to leave early i've got something going on you know so Asking for the help and support I needed over the years in corporate, and then as I created my own business, where asking for help became something like um, getting an assistant long before I needed one, um, putting you know, systems in place, and not being afraid to spend the money to get the support I needed to keep my sanity, um, Some of the support is, especially now in my own business, I didn't do this when I was in corporate. I wish I had, but I didn't. Uh, Some of the support I do is going to the gym and getting the exercise I need. I actually got more forced outdoor time back in corporate because part of my commute was walking outside and being outdoors. So being outdoors is another piece of it. Yeah. I think the the consistent thing across the years has always been that support and not being afraid to say, going back to what you had said right before the break, I'm not superwoman, I'm human, I need help, and admitting that. From, to myself so that I could ask for it on a larger scale.
1: Yeah, and it's funny because that's one of the things. I had a great network in place, my mom and dad. I mean, I was, I was very lucky and I always say that my success in business is because of my mom and dad and they giggle when I say that because they see how hard I work. But really, really they were the ones staying home with my kids. I never had a call in sick for a client. I never had to worry if they had a doctor's appointment. Our pediatrician knows my mom and dad very well. You know, all of these, um, uh, that that help in place, that network in place, and then as my kids got older, getting rides to sports, etc., um, we had great friends that really chipped in, and of course we were reciprocal on the weekends, where we would say, "Hey, you have you go with your other kid, and we'll we'll worry about uh, you know whatever child and get them to and from and feed them and that kind of thing." Some other things that I know have worked for me is, and I did this from when my kids were really, really young, that we got into the habit because m- not only was my schedule crazy, but my kids have always done sports carry. You know, they both have played hockey since they were six years old, I think, or seven mm-hmm. years old and travel. So games were on fi- at five o'clock on the weekend, you know, five o'clock AM on a Saturday morning and they always got up. So of course my husband and I supported that, but we, we would, um, uh, everything would be scheduled, but every Sunday, some point during the day, I would say to my kids, okay, I'm getting organized for the week, go and do your homework, and get ahead with their English, or if they had to write something, so that they didn't have to do it every night, that they could catch up on the weekends, on, on the Sunday, funny, My kids, now college and a a senior in high school, they both get up on Sundays and still do homework to get ahead for the week. So it's such a great habit that now, obviously, I'm not watching over them. They're old enough to manage their own time, but they've really embraced that and it has served them well um, in their academic career, again, especially managing their busy schedules with sports because they both still play sports. The other thing that, and I don't know if you've done this, but I would get everything ready the night before, uh, their clothes, their backpack, my clothes, everything literally by the door so that we just grabbed our stuff and walked out so nobody was, where's my paper, where's my lunch? It was all packed, Grab the lunch, stick it in the backpack, and we were out the door. Another rule I had is, and this is when I was corporate or... Um, well really when I was corporate they were little so as a, a business owner on the way home they would get a call I'm on my way home I'm in the car I need to sign anything. You need pictures for school. You need anything for school. I want to know it now so I can incorporate that into my evening. If you need me to sign something from school, test papers or whatever, uh, I want it on the counter. And then while I was cooking dinner, I could help them with homework. I knew what they needed help with. And I would sign all the documents that needed to be signed. So we had these little routines in place that... Uh, when I would call, they would say, oh, oh, you know what happened, Mom? Oh, and you have to sign this. So they knew what the, the conversation that I was going to have with them while in the car. They would start talking to me about it. So I think, like, little little things like that really do make a big difference. There anything like are everything. Ru- absolutely.
2: Everything. If we used to do, and yeah, this goes back to when they were really little, um, you know homework included packing up, putting it away always yep. um, they didn't get their clothes out at night. Uh, that wasn't something that slowed them down. But we'd have little mantras. Let me see if I could try to remember it. um it's been a few years um hair teeth um laundry, like there were like three or four things, and like we had like a little mantra, like you know it was just like hair teeth, laundry, bed or something like that, and, like, you know, they'd have to make their bed, they'd have to bring their laundry downstairs, you know, it was just, you know, the things that they had to do every single day, and, like, you would just, and it was, like, brush, floss, swish. It's, like, they had to brush their teeth, floss their teeth, and then use that, mouthwash stuff, um, you know, so it was, like, these kind of things, like, you know, they just became part of their everyday routine. The other thing we did, like, you know, you talked about, like, you know, a connection point, and this is still a huge connection point. We have a family dinner every single night, and sure, there are occasions when I'm not home, or my husband isn't home, or one of the kids, especially now that they're, you know, pretty much out Adults, of the house, isn't, yeah, isn't. Yeah. In, is in, uh, around but it is a time where we sit we connect my son right now is taking a year off from school and my husband is on a business trip so last night Josh and I sat we cooked dinner we ate dinner we talked about the day and you know sometimes those dinners last 10 minutes sometimes they last an hour but it's a time when you could all sit and connect and come back to really think about what's really important for you and you know whether it's a family dinner or you know that's our thing I love to cook it's you know it's my way of bringing something you know it's my way of nourishing my family in more than just our stomachs um, you know that's my thing and you know whatever it is for you see you that out but you know find a place where you can connect and you, know, you talked about work work life balance yeah right work life life integration, probably a lot more like it, but if you are going to bring life into it, what part of life is important to you? Absolutely. make sure that happens
1: absolutely. the little moments matter that that is, that is absolutely true um and I love when my kids, carrie will reflect back uh you know or talking to their friends, and just a really funny story. Come uh, came home from from work. Right, we I talked to them on the phone. Walk in. We had a game that night, and one of their friends needed a ride, so came home on the school bus with my kids, and I walk in, and of course I go through the, what do I have to sign? Is your homework done? Uh, you know, blah blah blah, right? All of that. What are we? What are we eating? Are we eating before? Are we eating after? I you know I have food in the fridge prepared, what have you, and so my kids. blah 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 blah, My other one. ba, Response response. And the the young man's jaw is dropping now as we're having this conversation because it's an accountability measure also. The homework has to be done. Their academics matter in my household at least, right? For, that's, that's my belief. Again, no, no judgment for anyone that if academics doesn't matter, that's cool too. So the young man sits there. And I, so I didn't want to leave him out. So joking around, I said to him, um, Chris, I said, did you do your homework? And he looks at me and he goes, uh-uh. And I said, oh, when are you going to do it? And he goes, tonight. Now, we weren't going to get home from this game until like 11 o'clock. It was quite a distance. And I said, you're going to do your homework at 11 o'clock tonight? And he goes, no, not really. And he goes, I'll get up early tomorrow and do it. So I look at him and I go, really? And he goes, no, not really. And um, so so now he's giggling. And I said, so what are you thinking? Are you glad you're not in my household on a regular basis? He goes, you're a little scary. (laughs) (laughs) It was great. And my kids are hysterical because cause, I mean, I love this kid. Of course, he he did love me. I mean, we, we we got along well, but this routine was not typical at his house. So he was a little thrown and I just, I'll never forget the the... The, literally, the jaw just dropped a little bit more. It was quite. It was quite funny. Uh, we have about the same exact thing as
2: just. I'll say it really quick as your ABCs and your to dos. Yeah. What yeah. you've done is you've prioritized. For you, it's the academics. The academics is a very, very integral part of your life. Yeah. And and it is. And. You've prioritized that. You've put an A on that for every single day. And you've taught your children and you've taught yourself how to live with that priority. So whatever those priorities are for you going into your day-to-day life, and your day-to-day life includes going to work, bringing home money, however it is you're doing it. So whatever those priorities are, make sure they happen. The rest is fine,
1: but make sure those priorities happen. Absolutely. The other thing I've done uh, pretty I I have to say pretty well unless crazy things happen where I do have to work into the evening. But I do have a close down time. When I'm in my office, you know, five thirty, six o'clock, I'm 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 shutting down because you know, you can't go from eight to six and then continue to work because I do want to have dinner with my kids or I do want to go watch their games. So I'm I'm pretty structured with my start and end times. Again, from day to day it could change, but I, I definitely prioritize my day and work accordingly. We have about a minute left. If people are at a crossroad where they're really not sure whether they should stay home or maybe choose to become a working parent, and we both have been there, so um, what recommendations would you make?
2: Well, I truly believe that it's much easier to have a job than it is to work from home. I really do believe that. If, you know, it, it's just much easier. So my question really is to you trying to make a decision is, are you going to market the heck out of your business, and are you willing to sell? Because if you're not willing to sell, please stay in a job, because that's what it takes. Um, if you are going to start your own business make sure that you give time to the other things around you that matter when you're working your business be fully present with your business and when you're not working your business be fully present with what you're choosing to give your attention to trying to split your attention at one time having a kid talk in one ear while you're doing email is not fair to either your email or to your child For sure. whatever that distraction is yeah. so that would be my suggestion
1: yeah, and I, I think my suggestion would be, you know, you really have to be true to yourself, and whatever dynamic or family needs that exist. So, you know, it's your journey. I think just think about what will make you the happiest. Because if if we're not happy, you're you're not going to be productive or successful or exceedingly successful, let's say, at at home in your your personal life or at work in your professional life. So I just think what will truly make you happy, either working or not, and that's cool. And it's your journey. I know everybody has an opinion, and everybody has to tell you what to do. Just knock out or block out all of that noise and really sit down. And And, and for me, Carrie, I still do this, and my kids even do this, which cracks me up. I do the pro and con sheet. So I would make like a little T bar, and I put if if like when I went to, was starting my own business, what were the pros of that and what were the cons of that, and if if the pros didn't outweigh the cons or the pros weren't really what I wanted I still do that for decision making across the board I just wouldn't do it so I do recommend doing a simple logical pro and con sheet and if you're kind of the waters are muddied oftentimes when you do that I think the decision will become clear to you but my biggest recommendation is yes seek other people's you know opinions ask business owners or you know working parents you know how they do it and maybe incorporate some of those tips even that we've included today but at the end of the day Be true to yourself because it's your journey and no one can tell you whether it's right or wrong. Um, I really hope that Carrie and my discussion today gave you some ideas to play with or implement or perhaps you're doing them and then rock on, baby, uh, because you're doing something right, especially if you're creating very productive uh, days and success in your life. And, and I, I, Carrie, you said it right with my, with the academics, right? Very important. You know, my kids know academics is important and fast forward when they're married and have their kids, they're going to have choices to make, but the academics is what I believe is going to help them flourish and provide for their family. So that was my choice to, to teach them. And they have embraced that and they work hard, they work hard in school. And so I, I think whatever the priorities are, choose them. Embrace them, and 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 just back. Just get rid of all of the background noise. Uh, once you make your decision, own it and move forward, and try to you know put good good habits in place. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Thank you all for hanging in there with us. I hope really, really that we have provided some cool ideas or new ideas or refreshing refreshers for you. And um, thank you for uh, joining us. It was a fun show. I love talking about, you know, how to be successful. I know, Carrie, you feel the same way. So thank you so much for kind of coming on and and doing this topic with me.
2: Anytime, anything for you, always happy to be here and happy to be with
1: your guests because it's just so much fun. It is. And, and the journey is fun, right? Whether you're working or not, the journey is fun. And make sure you have fun along the way. If you'd like more information, if you are a business owner or uh, an executive at a company, uh, you could go to Carrie's website, which is www.carriegreencoaching.com, and Green is G R E E N E. Don't worry, I will post the website, Carrie's website, and you can backlink right into it off of the Architective Change uh, website. Of course, share your stories with me. Reach out to me if you need my help at Connie at WhitmanAssociates.com. Again, share the stories like this young lady asked me to, to discuss this today. I really always try to find uh, a topic expert or share that topic with someone that I value their opinion like I did with Carrie today. Um, Thanks again Carrie. Uh, Thank you all for joining us and I hope you will join me weekly as we question, build, and discover together how to grow and challenge ourselves so we can all embrace change and realize it's so easy if you just put one foot in front of the other. Um, thank you again, Carrie. Thank you again for joining me. Uh, you've been listening to Architect of Change with me, your host Connie Whitman, on WebTalkradio.net. Thank you, everyone. Have an inspired week, and I I wish you all happiness as a parent. Thanks again.
0: You've been listening to the Architect of Change with your host Connie Whitman of Whitman Associates. Thank you for tuning in. We're glad you were here.